are you looking to start your own podcast? You should check out Podbean for all your hosting needs. There's a link down in the description of this very show. Click there for all the information you need to get your podcast started today. something i don't know i i've been setting up my mic way over there <laughs> i don't know why either so here i am we're gonna talk about some stuff if you're ready i'm ready let's get this going so uh first of all let's just do the let's get rid of all the extra stuff i gotta take care of make sure to uh hit the subscribe button if you're watching on youtube hit the like button and also click the little bell because that'll get you i guess the next time i upload something <laughs> you get a notification so like, subscribe, ring the bell, and uh, if you're listening on audio, um, whatever platform you're on, make sure to follow and share and uh, let people know you're listening to 100% Richard. That'd be greatly appreciated. That helps me out. It helps you out. And the more people that listen to me, the better off we are. <laughs> At least that's what I think. Well, anyway, so I'm going to talk about the toolbox. So... What do you wait? What is the toolbox? Well, the toolbox is church. Aha! Look at that. That's a cool thing right there. The church is like a toolbox. It holds what you need. It, it you go get it, you take it out, and you use it. It's also like a cabinet, a cabinet, a toolbox, a garage, something to that nature. The place where you keep your tools is what the church is like. <laughs> And you know what's funny is everything that's in your toolbox, you need. You may not use it for a long time. And then one day you're in the middle of a project and you go, oh, that's right. I have this thing in my toolbox and I can go reach in there and grab it. So, <laughs> and tools, let's, let's see. Tools are something you use to make other things, right? Tools are things you, you use to make projects. Tools are things you use to make things work in your favor. So therefore, you go into the church and grab the tools to activate your life in your favor. Ta-da! We're done. Right on, right on. <laughs> church is interesting. Um, the first church, I'm not going to get into all kinds of verses and stuff. Read, read the book of Acts. Read uh, anything that Paul wrote, you know, um, stuff like that. First and second Corinthians where it talks about the body and everybody being knit and put together. You can't, you can't function without an eye, all that stuff. Go read that stuff, you know, and you'll start to discover that you personally are the church. You are the builder of the church. You are the foundation of the church. Without you, the church doesn't happen. There could be a pastor in the front of the church preaching to nobody. <laughs> he would not enjoy that too much, so make sure to go to church. But... This is how the church should function is originally in Acts chapter two, they went house to house, breaking bread with each other and learning prayers. And the Lord added to the church daily. So the men did not add to the church. Um, they actually didn't have a plan. 
until I think Acts chapter six, where there was a, an issue with people arguing and they said, okay, 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 we'll tend to the word of God and you tend to the people, right? So that's when kind of the development of the leadership of the church happened, deacons and all that kind of stuff. So the church actually started out as a group of folks going around town talking about Jesus. They went house to house, breaking bread, having communion, just like Jesus said, do this in remembrance of me, have communion, break bread, drink wine with, with people, build the church. So now I know in California, um, we, we've been struggling with the church, quote unquote, being essential. You know, one day the governor says, you can't do this, you can't do that, you can't do this, you can't do that. And most churches stayed open anyway, and a bunch of them got in trouble and all kinds of stuff. And now the Supreme Court has actually said, guess what? Church is essential. So in the United States, you're allowed to go to church. You know, it's against the Constitution to not have church. So that doesn't mean the battle to end church isn't going to stop. Okay? So if the church is your toolbox, that's where you go. You go into the church. Go back towards the very beginning of all my podcasts and listen to in and out I talk about the heartbeat of the church and how it's like an in and out hamburger stand. It's the same concept, but I want you to look at it from this point of view. You go into the church because that's where you get your tools for life. Now, we can get our tools for life out of our own very Bible, read it ourselves and do all that kind of stuff. And one thing I will always say is test your pastor. If your pastor's preaching this, 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 and this, go read what he has to say, put it in context, figure it out, make sure that that is the word of God and that he's not taking you astray. And the reason why I say that even more today than any other time is false prophets, uh, bad leaders, things of that nature, people making doing business instead of church. So I just want you to look at that from that point of view. So the tools are never supposed to just sit in the cabinet or in the toolbox. They will never do anything just sitting in there, right? The church will not do anything as a building in reality, if, if the people aren't going out and communicating Jesus to other people, the church is not functioning. <laughs> so just going to church every Sunday and not doing or actually living church or living the life of Christ will not really do anything for you. It's when you take what you have learned out of the church and activate it in your life, that's when you see results of actually going to church. Church itself was never supposed to be confined to a building. What? We have 5 million buildings. Everybody wants you to come to the building. Yes, we want you to come to the building so that you can get your growth on. <laughs> come on. I mean, that's, that's really why. Because the church itself was designed to fulfill the Great Commission, which actually says go out and make disciples which means you go out into the world and it actually says go out into all the world and make disciples, which means you go out and teach and turn people into Christians. Like, bidding, you're a Christian now because you talk to me. No, <laughs> but you're the one that's supposed to spread the gospel. And every church, if you're going into a building, every single church should be offering salvation because that's the Great Commission. If you are going out and talking to people, it's great to have the tool in your hand, like a, my church calls them a touch card. You know, you, you hand them, this is the church I go to. You come over, you get to the church, you say, hey, hey, I saw you at the gas station, come on in. And at the end of that service, or the end of that worship experience, or the end of whatever you guys are calling it, 
there should be a call for salvation. And why? Because that's how you really grow the church. That's how you really actually grow the church. You can have all the classes and all the stuff you want, but if you don't have people getting saved, you're not doing the Great Commission. That's just the way it is. So that's a tool in the toolbox. So when you go to church, and and then the programs that are inside the church or part of the church, like say, when you learn about the Holy Spirit, when you learn outside of the regular preachings, the classes that they have, get involved in those things because it adds more tools to your toolbox when you're outside the church. And I think all churches should have those. I don't care what you call them. Discipleship classes, new believer classes, spirit empowerment classes, spirit-filled classes, whatever your terminology is, get involved in those things and then serve in your church. Why? Because when you're out, out of the church, outside of the building, being and functioning as the church, when those person you, when those people you speak to come in, they see you functioning within the ministry. Come on, right? So there's a purpose for the building so that we can live, grow, gather, communicate with each other because our toolbox should be filled with a bunch of different types of instructions also. Those instructions would be your family church, the people that you communicate with there. I go there and I talk to Bob and I talk to Paul and I talk to Jimmy and I talk to Troy and I talk to this person and that person. My friend Chris goes to the same church as I do. And you, and you communicate with those people and you're going to gain knowledge from their life and your life and you communicate as in the gathering for the edifying of the church. So you actually build the church from within and you also build the church from without. So you are the church. You function as the church. I am the church. I function as the church. Don't make this your church. <laughs> Unless you want to start tithing. No. <laughs> 100%richard.com. Just kidding. I had to had to get the jokes in. Come on, right? So you start to understand that really your daily life is the church. You go to the church to be filled with new information if you didn't have it before, and you take that new information and you go outside the church and you give it away to other people. So that's your toolbox. You activate and you build things with the tools in your toolbox. I don't care what church you go to. If it's a Jesus preaching church and Jesus Christ crucified on the cross teaching church, it's probably a good church. That's at least a good start. I don't care what kind of programs they have. If you go out and play golf on Tuesdays, you know, because that's one of their programs, as long as you're doing Christian things, you know, you're not over there going, hey, look at the last porn thing I looked at on my phone, you know, while you're hanging out with your church group. Come on, right? So you got to really put these things in perspective and you have to realize that, hey, guess what? I go to church for a reason, not because I have to, but because I want to and because I gain knowledge every time I go. Now, I know not every church does certain things. So if you don't go to a church that you're actually learning at, I'm going to be really bold with this one. You might want to find some place where you actually learn something. Come on, right? If they don't offer discipleship if you're just going there to look for girls or you're looking there going there to look for a husband and then you just pull that person right out of the church you're not doing anybody any good come on right and besides we're coming into a place you know they're gonna fight this church thing forever so 
especially here in the United States, because it's in our Constitution that, you know, we have the freedom of religion. So we have the right to go to church, okay? And so that's going to become an issue down the road as things change and things move forward into these end times. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to actually talk about this for just a second. I'm going to try to keep it short because this is what I, something I might actually think about every now and then. And that is this, that the church has to be prepared to go underground, which means this, all the tools that you've been gaining out of the church, your toolbox has to go portable, dun, 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 right? So your toolbox will eventually have to go portable. You got to have a good handle on it, a good charger for all your tools and lots and lots of instructions on how to get around and who to communicate with. Cause I, I, it may not be tomorrow. It may not be in the next four years, you know, but it may, it's going to happen, you know, and we're going to have to come up with a plan for that if, when that time comes. So if we get to function as the church now, come on, outside the actual building and being the church as individuals and as small groups and things like that, we're going to see a big change when the time comes to not have actual b- buildings and things of that nature. So the things that we're used to <laughs> might not be around soon. So, <laughs> so we might want to get ready now and be kind of prepared for that. I'm not a prepper. I don't have a bunch of stuff like that. I'm just, I'm, I'm just saying that it's one of those things that we're, we, we might want to actually get ready for, you know, as, as a church body is get ready to, you know, do things a little bit differently. And we're going to have a big explosion of church before it all falls apart. Um, terminology for that would be the end, the end time harvest. You've heard me talk about that before. And we're going to see a big explosion of that where we're going to, I, I believe a new movement of the Holy Spirit is going to come and we're going to see a big explosion of believers. We're going to see a big explosion of, of church growth. We're going to see a big explosion of, of um, Christianity outside the building people just being free in their in their in their belief and things of that nature we're going to see that kind of stuff and just before the whole thing drops so just kind of be aware of what we're looking at in life and like i said church it's like a toolbox you go in you get what you need to get your life activated and you get you get you pull on that information that god's giving you and you take that information you go study that information And then you can communicate that information to the people that you meet throughout your life and the way that you live and act in life and the favor that comes upon you because of the things that you're doing, because you're willing to actually go in the building to receive what's in there and take it back out again and make disciples by going out into all the world. And hey, if your church is open, which it should be now, get there, support your pastor, Pick up your tools and have a great weekend. Right on, right on.